Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're about to hear another episode of Treks in Sci-Fi, your bi-weekly, twice a month. That's the way we are now. <laughs> anyway, uh, it is, let's see, February 11th, 2024. It's Super Bowl Sunday. This is show 927. <clears throat> Sorry, a little frog in my throat. So uh, this this week I had an I- interesting idea. I thought uh, because there's a big football American football game today, Super Bowl, later today, that um, I would cover and talk about sports and sci-fi. Uh, I'm not a, the biggest sports fan. I've said that many times on the show, but there are movies and, and TV show episodes and things like that that um, sort of like sports of the future, we'll call it. Um, you know, one example that I that that I think of is the, the older movie. Didn't they remake it? Uh, I'll be talking about this later in the podcast. But that um, future movie called Rollerball. You guys remember that? Um, James Caan, right? What was that about a 1970 movie, something like that? Anyway, that's the idea. Those kinds of things uh, today on the podcast. Going to kind of run down a few, a few of the ones that I at least have in my mind uh, that I've. Uh, seen or or heard of or whatever uh and some episodes uh that have shown a, a sports type stuff in sci-fi and fantasy things so um yeah and uh, i thought that'd be kind of a cool idea kind of a fun idea and um that will be the main thing i'll talk a little bit about other stuff at the beginning tv movies things like that uh mostly sci-fi fantasy but some things that are not that um just stuff that I've watched recently that I thought I'd mention, especially this very long movie I watched last night by a guy named Martin Scorsese, which you guys might know that he's got kind of a newer movie out. Anyway, uh, I'll talk about that and more on Treks in Sci-Fi. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. All right, I am back. Uh, let's see. Let's make sure everything's working. Blah, blah, blah. You know, doing I've been doing the show well a long time, obviously, but uh, now that I've kind of switched to pretty much just putting one out every two weeks, it's um, you know get everything turned on, get everything balanced right again. But um, yeah, I hope everybody's doing well. I kind of uh, trying to position myself better here. The um, sometime last week, I kind of torqued my back a little bit. Here's old guy talk, <laughs> older guy. We'll call it not old guy. Can we change everything to older? Uh, but um, yeah, and it's it's still kind of bugging me a little bit. It's happened a couple times over the last year. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Just got to be careful. But um, it's doing better, doing better than it was a few days ago. Um, but um, just sitting here doing a podcast, heating pad on my back. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, so how, how's everybody doing? Hope everyone's doing well. Um, I, as I said in the earlier part of the show, or, or, or part of the show, earlier in the cast, like three minutes ago, two minutes ago, we're going to look at um, 
sports and sci-fi kind of we'll call it uh treks in sports sci-fi something like that yeah but um before we get to that and again i i've kind of football i've kind of gotten a little more interested in it lately and i'll admit totally why i've i've been playing around nothing major you know like we're talking like five dollars or something here or there but there's a couple of um uh, sports betting apps, as as most people know, and I've been kind of, I've been playing a little bit of blackjack on um, a little bit of roulette occasionally. They have this really weird game called Lightning Roulette, which it, at the beginning it kind of shoots out this little spark across the table, and then it basically makes certain numbers worth more. Um, but of course, you place your bets before that happens. That's kind of a goofy little thing. Um, and anyway, it's just something to mess around with. So I, over the last few weeks, I've, I've kind of bet on a few things. We had um, – I live in Michigan, as, as most know. So the Detroit Lions football team, that's partly – that's another reason why they did very well this year. They need it, made it to the final four of the teams, just lost by a few points um, to uh, – yeah, what, what was it? Kansas City, right? I guess. I think. No. Somebody else, the 49ers. Yeah, the 49ers, right? Is that's who they lost to because they're in the Super Bowl. And um, excuse me, the um, and then all there's all this Taylor Swift stuff around the Kansas City thing because she's dating that guy on the team. Um, but um, that's just whatever. Who cares? Um, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. There's no weirdness. Like whatever. Celebrities are allowed to to date and. Um, you know, don't make any more than it is out of that. And it's funny for the people who are really heavy football fans. I was talking to somebody the other day and they're like annoyed at the Taylor Swift. Some people are. And uh, I, I had heard that that she, they've only shown like in one game, it was like 23 or five seconds of her during the whole game for three and a half, whatever. But I'm like, OK, Um but point is, so I'm kind of excited for the Super Bowl. I, I've kind of semi-watched it for, for years. Actually, I kind of get a kick out of the – there's usually a lot of movie trailers. There's usually a lot of fun Super Bowl ads, which which a lot of them I've already shown up on, on um, YouTube and things. There, there's a pretty funny one I just saw for um, – I think it's BMW uh, with Christopher Walken uh, where everyone that he's running into on his little day – out and about uh, is is doing a Christopher Walken impression, which I can't. Yeah, it's like, here's your coffee, Mister Walken. I hope it's good for you. I I don't know what that is. That's terrible, but it's it's a pretty funny commercial. I gotta say, makes me want to go drive in a BMW. Actually, I've got to um, sometime in the next few months. I've had a company vehicle for a number of years, one that they just pick and supply lease for. I, I drive to different meetings around town anyway, um, but they're changing it uh, in, a, in a couple of months. I'll ha- I have to they're, – they're changing it. They used to just – you didn't really have much choice in the vehicle. You had a slight little choice on it, but it was just like, here you go. Here's your very base level. It's a Chevy Malibu for those that know what that is. But I've got to – they're switching to what's called a stipend kind of program where – Here's some extra money per month. You go pick out whatever vehicle you want, and then it's basically your vehicle at that point. You buy it, and, and the stipend either covers it or maybe it covers part of it, and you got to chip in the rest. Uh, it's an okay stipend. I, I think it's a little bit 
under really these days, considering how much cars cost and stuff, but it'll be fine. But anyway, point is that after 11, about 11 years at this company with this vehicle or them supplying one, now I get to go back and, and pick out my own, um, my own car. And it's honestly, I got to go drive some things because driving, uh, I mean, the, the way it looks is important to me. I work in the car industry. Uh, the color of the car is important to me because I work in paint. But um, how it drives and feels, especially for somebody like me who's who's tall, is r- super important. How comfortable am I in inside the car? Um, there's a lot of cars that even these days that are not comfortable for me to drive. They're gotten a lot better than they used to be for taller people, but um, but some are just they're just not comfortable. Uh, there was a years back I I drove a VW Jetta. Uh, I think that's what it was. And amazingly, even though the outside seemed like it was just a sedan type car, but the inside, even with the seat all the way back, I felt scrunched in that car still. I mean, I'm about six three, six four, but yeah. Anyway, so I got to decide what to get. Uh, it's probably going to be, probably going to be some kind of four door sedan car. I, I I'm not really an SUV or a truck guy, and and it won't be EV because that's just. I don't think we're really prepared for that infrastructure. And I just read something the other day. This is not nerdy or geeky stuff, is it, guys? Sorry, sharing my personal things. <laughs> but um, it costs a lot to charge an EV car, I, I found out. You know, like if you're just plugging it in your house, uh, even with a special, you know, you have to get a, a special plug type of setup usually, I, I think. Um, but I read something like it was 15 to 20 bucks to charge a vehicle. And yeah, gas is still more expensive than that, but not a lot more expensive. And then you've got the whole dealing of the batteries and how they last. And and I live in a very wintry state and it's cold. And I've heard all kinds of stories about cars not starting very well or running well, electric vehicles in the cold. And the last but not least by any means, just the United States, we just, I don't feel like there's the infrastructure is uh, obviously you can pretty much go anywhere and find a gas station with gas uh and yeah there's electricity everywhere and but i I don't think you can just plug it into a wall plug you know if you like are taking a trip then you're at you know driving from hotel to hotel you better hope that they have that so it's just it's just not for me at least if it was something like I, I never really went anywhere with the vehicle very much and, and didn't, you know, I don't know. I just, I, gas is not still that, that expensive really. And, uh, and maybe yes, it's for better for the environment, but I mean, electricity is generated somewhere. It, it doesn't just fall out of the sky and we don't really, honestly, in the United States, we don't really have a great deal of what I would call clean electricity. All right, let's get off this tact. But, um, so when any anybody want any recommendations for four door sedans? Uh, kind of leaning to maybe a, maybe a, a, a Dodge. Um, I like that four door um, Charger. I think it's a Charger. I always get confused between the Challenger and the Charger for Dodge. I, th- I think I think the Charger is the four door and the Challenger is the two door. Um, the two door is pretty cool car, but not super practical being a two-door although it looks cool and and that but um and then the other potential i wanted to go look at some nissans possibly because i really like the nissan that i had uh, uh 10 11 years ago i thought that was a great car 
uh, drove great, felt great on the road. Um, yeah, so. Okay. How about nerd things? Oh, here's another non-nerd thing. I mentioned that movie, Martin Scorsese movie. Yes, I watched Killers of the Flower Moon last night. Three and a half, three hours, something like that. Three and a half, three hours. Um, three hours, maybe a little more than that. Um, it was okay. I mean, it, honestly, it had very few surprises. It was exactly what I expected it to be. Um, I mean, there was great acting in it. I thought the actors were, were fine, although I'm not a the biggest fan of Bill Maher, if you guys know that guy. Um, but he had a good point that I, I had heard where he said Leonardo DiCaprio's character, uh, you know, or the actor Leonardo DiCaprio is just really a little too old to play the character he plays in the movie. And I totally agree with him. Uh, he's supposed to be a guy who just came back from the war. And Leonardo, I think, is like 50 now. I, I, I mean, and he still has a I wouldn't call it a baby face, but he, he looks young-ish. Can, I, I would say he doesn't look like a 50-year, typical 50-year-old maybe perhaps. Who knows? People age differently. But um, but for the character, I just think he, it wasn't. And it, Martin Scorsese works with Robert De Niro, who's in the movie also, and Leonardo DiCaprio. They're pretty much the two main. Um, the, uh, the woman uh, actress uh, that played the Native American What's her last name? I don't know. Lily something. I think she's up for an Academy Award. She was fantastic. I thought she was great. I, I hope she wins for sure. I could see DiCaprio or De Niro. I could see one of those guys winning, if not both of them. I, I got to look at the list of nominated films and, and more and see if there's a couple more that I could watch. But um, yeah, it was a good movie, but it was it's it's not a happy movie. It's depressing. It's um, I mean, it's well done. The one other thing I'll say about the movie is the last about five minutes, five to 10 minutes, it's sort of weird to me. <laughs> and I don't want to give anything away, but I, I I will say that I didn't really like the last five or 10 minutes. Scorsese tried something, and I can't say too much. I don't want to spoil it for people, but um, I watched it. It's on Apple TV right now, uh, but um, I didn't, I did not like the way he did it, the, how he decided to go with the ending and the way he did it. I, I I just thought that that was kind of after the whole length of the movie, I thought it was a little bit of a, a cheat and a cheap way out of it in a, in a way. So that's all I'll say. All right. Let's let's talk about more nerd things, though. Let's see. Let's run down the shows I'm watching. Um, uh, the uh, I'm still working on Dark, uh, that Netflix show. I'm in about the middle of the last season, season three. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool show, but man, I am really confused in this last season. I could kind of keep track of things until the last season, but th- they've they've really confused me now. <laughs> and, and I see Quantum Leap has come back, which is good. Uh, I'm one episode behind on that. I, I I'm really loving the show th- this year. I think they've done some interesting things with it, uh, and I I think it's even better than it was in the first year. Uh, but uh, yeah. Check that out if you haven't. I, I don't know really how it's doing ratings-wise. Uh, it, it's, I guess, doing okay. It came back for a second season. So um, trying to think what else is, is in it. The, there's things I'm not, uh, non-geeky things. I'm, oh, I'm still watching Carnival Row. I've got a couple episodes of that left. It's on Amazon Prime. Amazon, by the way, started their ad service. And I, I have to say, I don't think it's that big of a deal right now. 
they usually show you about 20, 30 seconds of ads at the beginning of like an hour show. And I don't think it's very obtrusive. Unlike, and, and here's a little bit of a beef, the um, my Paramount Plus subscription renewed. And Paramount Plus has kind of changed things now. Everyone seems to be Netflix. Are they the one that started this? I don't know. But everyone is offering now these these ad tiers versus these streaming services ad, with ads and then ones without. And I was wondering when Paramount, my Paramount Plus thing renewed, I said, oh, that's not very, very expensive. It was like five bucks a month or something, 60 bucks a year, maybe a little bit more. Maybe it was six bucks, uh, whatever that is, 60, 70 bucks a year. But um, but there's ads now. And so you, there's, I think there's a, a, a non-ad version, which is like five more dollars a month. And uh, so that's the non-ad, but you get Showtime too, which I don't want or care about. There's not much of anything I, I really want to watch on Showtime. But now, what did I, oh, I watched the first episode of season two of Halo, which I like that show. I know that show's got a lot of detractors, it seems. And I think some of them are people that are really heavily into the games and stuff. I've never really played the games much. My kids did, uh, but... Um, but anyway, the I, I think it's a pretty cool show. But I watched the first episode, and it was painful with all the ads that Paramount Plus. It was probably as much or or, as, or maybe even worse than network television. In about an hour show, uh, they broke in, I think, four or five times with ads of two to three minutes of ads. It, it was really annoying. I don't know what that means. It's gonna it's gonna bug me a lot when when Star Trek Discovery comes back in. Uh, I think the date now is April fourth. It's probably like the first Thursday of April, so that'll be back then. Uh, and it's gonna bug me if there's ads while I watch that show. So maybe for a month or something, I'll go ad free, or or two months or whatever. However, yeah, I guess it'll be more than a month. Uh, but. Um, yeah, I, I just wish they had a middle ground of, I don't want Showtime, you know, I'd prefer Paramount Plus be ad-free again. Although there hasn't been, and we'll see how the year plays out, and there's less Star Trek to watch this year for sure. I think we'll get more lower decks too. Um, but it's just, it's just kind of killing me that we're getting this situation with. I wish what had happened, and I thought Netflix did it this way, Whatever we were currently paying for streaming, I wish they had just said, okay, if you want a cheaper price, then here's the ad-free one and you can get 2 or $3 off. But it seems like what they did is they just bumped pricing up. They kept pricing and then everyone got ads. And then if you want ad-free, you got to pay even more than you were paying. You get what I mean? So, yeah, that's unfortunate. So um, it's just, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where it ends. I don't know. You know, we're all, uh, we're still paying more and more for all this stuff. So, all right. I think we're almost 20 minutes in. Uh, I think I should probably take a break and get into the main topic. Let me get my list together here for uh, sports and sci-fi. I'll be right back. Hey, this is Ethan Phillips from Star Trek Voyager, and you're listening to Treks in Sci-Fi. All right. I am back. All right. So, yeah, I guess this is a pretty big topic that, that I um, I didn't quite realize. Some of these, so <clears throat> again, the idea here is to talk about movies and or TV. I, I think mostly it'll be movies, uh, 
because I don't know if there were very many TV. I mean, there are some. I'm going to try to stay away from a, a true game show kind of a situation. Uh, yeah, because that's sort of sports stuff. But but it's probably going to be mostly about movies that are sci-fi-ish, but also involve some kind of a sport as well. Obviously, probably in the one I mentioned earlier today on the show, the, the one of the biggies is um, Rollerball. And this, like I said, this movie, uh, it, it, it was, hold on, this list that I'm looking at, yeah, there's got, <laughs> I found a list on IMDb. It says the top 50 sci-fi sports movies. And, and I'm going to play, play some, uh, play some trailers and things like that. The original Rollerball uh, was a 1975 uh, film. They did remake it. And boy, well, it's been a long time since I've seen the original. I, I, did I, I don't even know. I can't recall if I watched the remake. The original was 75, came out in 1975. The remake was done in 2002. Uh, so yeah. So, and what I do, I think to begin with, to just get, uh, sort of a feel for things. Let's list, uh, I'll list up the, and I think, I don't know how the this list is is created, like if it's based on how well the movie is rated or, or what, I don't know what kind of order this is. So this is sort of at least what the list is showing here to begin with. All right, so Rollerball is already mentioned. Um, this is one that I had thought of that I wanted to mention, and I might play a trailer to this because I thought it was a really good movie, actually, uh, with Hugh Jackman. This is from 2011. Gosh, this is like 12, 13 years old now. Hard to believe. It's called Real Steel. It's a, a movie about sort of giant fighting robots. <laughs> you remember that or that little kids game, uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, I think it was called. It's sort of in a way sort of like that. Um uh, the blurb is, in the near future, robot boxing is top sport. A struggling Xboxer feels he's found a champion in, in a discarded robot. And it, and it's, I think there's a young boy in it. And it, yeah, it's, it's a really, really good movie. I like that one a lot. I, I should watch that again. And Hugh Jackman is, he's just good in everything. Um, and of course, there's a lot of Pixar things. The Cars movies uh, that are on this list, specifically, they put on, uh, this list here at number three, Cars 2, the second Cars movie. Here's no surprise. Here, here's an obvious one, too, for sports and sci-fi. Uh, Space Jam, the, the the original first one, 1996, um, with Michael Jordan uh, in the animated, you know, the mix of animation and live action, kind of like the movie Who, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, it's a fun movie, definitely a movie for the kids. Uh, and... This one, I thought this movie, this next one that I'll mention, and again, I'll play some uh, play some trailers here in a second, Speed Racer. Um, I thought this was a pretty good movie. I thought it was a little long. Um, this they did in 2008. It's based on an old, um, I think it was originally done in Japan, right? Uh, the Speed Racer cartoon, animated Speed Racer, but they did a live, call it live action. I mean, there's live action and kind of other things. Uh, in 2008, uh, I thought they did a pretty good job with it. It was fun. I'm not a, the biggest speed racer expert or fan, so I don't know how it compared or what people who are big fans thought. Um, they also redid Space Jam because, you know, that's what they do in Hollywood. 
this is Space Jam, A New Legacy. Uh, that one, they brought in LeBron James instead of Michael Jordan. Uh, so that kind of worked, I thought. Although I don't think it's nearly as beloved as the original. Uh, I've watched it. It's, it was okay. Nothing special. Um, Death Race 2000 from 1975. That's a lot of people probably are familiar with that. Um, I'll, I'll list about like the first 10 here. Um, Mortal Kombat. Uh, they've done the Mortal Kombat movie a couple of times now. Actually, I'm a big fan. The, the one they're listing is the one from just 2023, the recent one. I didn't, I don't know, that movie I didn't really think that was that fantastic or great, honestly. I I kind of have a soft spot and a feel for the uh, older one they did in the, was it the 90s? But, um, but yeah, I do love the music. Uh, I, I wasn't really much of a Mortal Kombat game player, uh, arcade game or whatever, uh, but um, but definitely a sports sports like um, film. And what is this one? Redline. I, why have why does that not really a story about the most popular racing event in the galaxy? The Redline, the various racers who compete in it from two thousand and nine. Maybe I have to look up a trailer for that. Um, they're the Spy Kids movies, uh, Spy Kids number four. I don't know how much sports that is. I don't really know. Um, they've got the Speed Racer TV show on here. And then there's others that I'll list in a minute. But let us start with, let me dig up the, because I feel like it's the sort of granddaddy classic of these all. Um, let's play the trailer to the original 1975 Rollerball movie with James Kahn. Here you go. serves us it has a definite social purpose nations are bankrupt gone no poverty no sickness man has accomplished what he'd always craved corporate society was an inevitable destiny for good luck a centuries old dream you better do as you're told jonathan that's all i have to say don't be here when i come back you won't be back, Johnny Boy. No player is greater than the game itself. It's not a game a man is supposed to grow strong in, Jonathan. You still don't understand why I came here. You're the only person I ever wanted. Wanted you on my side. That's all. The books you've ordered are classified and have been transcribed and summarized. Well, who summarizes them? Zero, of course. He's the world's brain. Does it answer you? Oh, yes. It speaks. <laughs> I'd like, uh... I'd like, uh, some information about corporate decisions, uh, 
how they're made and who makes them. They're afraid of you, Jonathan. All the way to the top, they are. The game was created to demonstrate the futility of individual Let the game do its work. Game! This wasn't meant to be a game! There, there you go with uh, the Rollerball 1975. Uh, it's John Hausman. You'll hear him talking in there. Good old John Hausman and uh, James Kahn. Sorry, the the sound mix on that trailer. I played uh, one online that said it was an HD one, figuring it might be a little bit better quality, but it's it's super loud in places, and, and you can barely hear the dialogue, honestly, in some other places. But it's really interesting because it's 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 – it's there's some comments if you see it on the, on YouTube about it that they say man this is basically like the world we don't we don't have a rollerball game exactly but corporations are kind of more or less rule the world it, you know individuals are kind of just drones these days it seems you know there's just a lot of a lot of things in that that they're trying to um, say in that 1975 film that now in t- almost almost 2025 so. You know, 50 years, you know, we got another year, but 50 years in the future, it's kind of like that, you know, a, a bit uh, to, to some degree. I mean, I try to think that it's not, try to be more optimistic, you know, and, and not be a drone and think for myself as best I can. But um, it gets harder and harder, you know, somewhat. And, uh, and I think it's one of the things that's always kind of somewhat bothered me about sports a little bit is is that it's it's sort of it's very fanatic you know when with some fans i mean they're they just live and breathe it and even though i uh, you know people could say oh you you know rick you live and breathe star trek i'm like well i enjoy it i've done a podcast about trek and and sci-fi and fantasy but i mean if trek went away tomorrow i mean i would be sad and that would be a disappointment it did go away for a long time, which is one of the reasons I do this podcast. But I moved on and I found other things and did other stuff. It's it's um, I don't know. I think there's there's I think you have to take these things all with a little bit of um, grain of salt or or just kind of put them take them, you know, a little bit. You know, you can't become so obsessive about any. It's probably also. I was going to say, don't become too obsessive about any one thing. It's probably also why I've, um, even though I was starting the podcast doing mostly Star Trek, as you all know, if you've been listening for a long time, I, I like Star Wars. I like a ton of of different, I, I probably, my problem more or less is that there's too much that I want to watch, to read. My wife and I were talking the other day about books and I know quite a few people that will reread books, rewatch a lot of television shows and things or movies and I generally don't do that very much. I do some things for the podcast. Um, I mean I've seen the original Star Trek and some of the other Star Trek more than once of course. The original of course I've seen many many times because again back in the day there was very little to watch. 
But these days, I, I, I generally, like if a new show, like say something in the last few years or something, um, even even some of the Star Trek shows, like, I, I, I don't really rewatch that much. There's just too many new things to do, and, and, and books are even more so. I mean, there's been very few books over my life that have gone back and reread. Uh, I, I'm sure I would enjoy them. I, 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 you know, to remember details from a book, especially something I, that I've read, uh, you know, a, a decade or more, 20 years ago or whatever, even something I've read like two or three years ago. I mean, there's a lot of book series, for example, that I'm, these days I do a lot of Audible, um, and, and I kind of tend to mix things. I, I've always said I don't binge. So, uh, like right now, for example, I am listening to Brandon Sanderson's, um, it's the fourth book in this, well, I think it was supposed to be a trilogy originally, but this book's called Defiant. It's the fourth book in the series. And I'm trying to remember when I listened to the last one. It's been a year or two at least. But I, I've, I've listened to three books in this series, so I know the characters fairly well. And it's a really good, by the way, sci-fi tale um, uh, in the future and humanity's kind of left Earth and stuff like that. And I won't describe too much, but I, Brandon Sanderson, I, I, I mean, pretty much anything he writes, I, I know I'll enjoy because I've enjoyed much of his stuff. So, um, and I think we podcasted, I think Jen and Rick Pete and I have talked about those books before. But my point there was it's still sort of fresh in my mind. If I were to reread it again in you know five to ten years, I, I probably wouldn't remember that much about it. But again, there's just so many new things. So how did I get off on this tangent about rewatching stuff? I don't know. How did I get here? How did any of us get here? So it, it's it's just a um, I think going over these sci-fi uh, sports things, uh, the um, some of these things I've seen recently, some of them are from a while ago and I, I haven't rewatched, like like the one I mentioned, um, you know, Steel. Uh, is, was that the full name of it? That's the full name of it, right? Real Steel. Sorry, Real Steel, the robot one. Um, but next up, all right, let's get back to task. Let's get back on topic. Um, Speed Racer was another one that I thought I would play the trailer for you guys, I think the real steel movie as well. And then I'm going to run down some more list of, of the, um, the list here that I found. Uh, but, um, let's go with the speed racer trailer. This is from the 2008 movie. This trailer is about two minutes long. I forgot Susan Sarandon is in this movie. I think she's a baddie. Uh, but, uh, here's the trailer for speed racer. seems to be interested in only one thing. All he talks about, all he seems capable of thinking about, is automobile racing. Racing's everything. For my family, it isn't just a sport. It's way more important than that. It's like a religion. Are you ready to become a real race car driver? Then sign that contract. He's just trying to scare you, son. What you do behind the wheel of a race car has nothing to do with business. You walk away from me, you walk away from this deal, no matter how well you drive, you won't win, you won't place. I guarantee you right now, you won't even finish the race. You think you can drive a car and change the world? It doesn't work like that. Maybe not. 
but it's the only thing I know how to do when I gotta do something. Move it, Speed. It's getting ugly out there. Wasn't my idea. Oh, no. It was his. He's going to be very good. No, he's going to be the best if they don't destroy him first. Well, this just shows how much I remembered Speed Racer. The Susan Sarandon character is Speed Racer's mom. So, yeah, anyway. Um, but, yeah, that's a, it's a very um, colorful sort of stylized version. It's not – it almost looks um, – like anime, you know, it, which which makes sense because of the Japanese origins and all that. And again, I'm not a speed racer super fan. It was a weird movie, though, that I remember at the time. It got really ripped apart, I think, by the critics, I think, and, and even some people. But it also seems to be a movie, Speed Racer, that that people have come to like more and more as time has gone on. You know, it's like that a lot of times, you know, movies get, especially these days with the internet, it's it's amazing how much people want to hate on everything. And I've made this talk or commentary uh, quite a bit uh, in recent years, but it's just everybody wants everything to destroy everything, you know, like, oh, it's going to suck. Like, here's a good example, perfect example of it. And, and uh, who knows? Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be bad. Maybe it'll be whatever. But you have to still, I feel like you have to still watch things to decide. You, you know, prejudging is is not a good idea. Uh, but this Madam Web movie uh, that's coming out, the, I think it's middle of this week, like on uh, Wednesday. I think it's just because it's Valentine's Day, I guess. I don't see that it's a big Valentine's movie. It, it doesn't seem like it's a romance or whatever, but... Um, but this is a, uh, a a spider verse, we'll call it character, uh, and uh, the trailers. I, I I know the comic character pretty well. It, they've you know so this is one of the in this the Sony Spider world, right? Sony has been doing these other little the, like the Venom movies, like Morbius, and I think this is also in their little. You know, there's a weird who owns what for Spider Man. Um, I, I guess Marvel can do put Spider-Man in the Marvel movies. Uh, they obviously did that with Tom Holland, uh, but Sony also still has kind of like the other stuff. And I don't even know if they can really put Spider-Man in a movie at all. I don't think they can because they haven't really. So, um, but they're using Madam Web. They're doing a Madam Web movie, which is kind of an obscure character, and and they've changed. It looks like they've changed quite a bit from the comics. Um, and I, and I saw Dakota Johnson, who's playing the main character. I saw something recently, and I never watched the Office TV show. I know it's a classic, and pe- people really loved it. I watched some of it. Uh, but um, she had some quote recently about she was in the finale. I don't know. I don't think she was a regular. I think it was a guest role or something. But she said it was like the worst week of my life. I'm like, really? This is the worst uh, being an uh, you know being an actor and working on a show no matter what, 
was was the worst time of your whole life. That's that's the hardest and the worst thing you've ever gone through. That sounds very. I don't know. Maybe it was a little out of context. Maybe whatever. I heard she was supposed to be supposedly joking or something to some degree. But you got to be careful these days, especially if you're a celebrity about what you say, because it, it, they'll just quote you. If you're joking, it can come off really badly. Um, so anyway, but. So my point is that she seems to be like sort of one of the in, in the Brie Larson school of she she seems to be losing a lot of people just because of her, let's say, comments outside of the work she does. I mean, I've seen her in some movies and I thought she was OK. I feel like she's a little um, a, a little flat, you know, in terms of and I don't mean <laughs> sorry, I, I don't I don't mean her body uh, by any means. I, I, I don't you know, I'm just saying. I feel like she doesn't show a lot of emotion in 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 the parts that she plays and the in the roles and stuff. She's she's fairly, you know, unemotional a lot of times. And, and even in the trailers for this, she looks like that. Um, but who knows? I'll probably see the movie. I don't think I'm going to make bother to go see it at the theater. Truthfully, um, I actually really wanted to see Argyle, and I haven't gone, been able to go out to see that. I know it kind of got seemed to got somewhat dissed and ripped apart by some critics and things. The thing about Argyle, although the cast looks, I mean, they have a great cast in that movie. But they've done that movie three or four times now, right? You know, they just did that recent one just like a year ago with Sandra Bullock with basically a very similar premise. It's amazing to me, you know, these guys think, oh, look how original, like, that, that that story is, you know, that premise has been done kind of. I mean, maybe, yeah, they put their own spin or version on it, but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I'll see it for the cast. I mean, Brian Cranston's in it, you know, I mean, just, just him alone. Henry Cavill's in it, you know. He, Henry Cavill's got a whole bunch of stuff coming out. He's got this sort of a, I guess it's sort of a war-type movie. Maybe not really war, but I don't know what he's supposed to be, like some kind of... um gun for hire type of character but there's another movie ungentlemanly warfare something like that it's called you'll see it it's supposed to be out in a couple months i I guess when he stopped doing the witcher it gave him some time to do other things so um but um but anyway uh the the the, how did it get off into this tangent i don't know my brain's a little fogged today sorry guys but the um but there's just a lot of stuff to see and i you know oh the madam web thing yeah and um which I probably, like I said, I'm probably going to hold off on that. All right, let us get back to the main topic. What did I want to play next? I think um, Real Steel, uh, this movie, um, was it 2011? Wasn't that what it was? Yeah, Real Steel. Um, by the way, there's some, I, I'll, I'll mention it here, I guess, well, before we play the Real Steel trailer. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of shows, movies, whatever, that end up having sporting things in them. Like a big, uh, a big obvious one is Quidditch from the Harry Potter films, right? They, they, that's their own version of, of polo or whatever, a game that schools will play, rival schools play each other. You know, it's, it's uh, on, you know, obviously with magic and broomsticks and all that jazz. But um, let us get back to, and then um, I was also thinking about the Hunger Games movies. I Actually, I saw the fourth one. Fourth one? Or fifth one. I guess fifth one, because they took they did that third Hunger Games book into two movies. It was okay. I think I talked about it already on the podcast. Um, 
but um, Real Steel from 2011 with Hugh Jackman. Charlie, where is my money? Buddy, I got your money. It's right here. I'm good. But Charlie, you're uh, losing your belt. Wait, Charlie, hey. I can't hear what you're saying. What was he like? As a boxer? Charlie was the top contender, number two in the world. Then the fight game changed. With you. No, you're not. I'm either coming with you or you're fishing for your keys in the sewer. Oh my god, that was close. Stop. Whoa! Stubborn kid. This ain't a video game. This is for real. <laughs> Let's make some money! No, no, no I just need a little loan. As much as I like you, dude, you're a bad bet, brother. Give it up, Charlie. You got nothing left. What are we looking for? Anything I could use to put a fighting robot together. I think there's a whole robot in there. Never seen anything like it before. Can we get him a fight? He's a sparring bot, built to take a lot of hits, but never dishing out any real punishment. His name is Adam. Get him a fight. I know you're bringing him home in pieces, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa! He's smaller and weaker, and he's gonna get his ass kicked. I need you to teach him to box. Are you kidding me? You know this fight game inside and out. He needs your moves, your commands. Uh, I can't, I can't. Yes, you can. And I know I've done all kinds of wrong by this kid. I'd just like to do one thing right. Great fight, fellas. Remember this name, Adam. Adam! This bot is one to watch. I'm trying to see a better side to you here, Charlie. It's not easy. Yeah, that movie with uh, Hugh Jackman, I I saw it. I know I saw that movie at the theaters. It's probably the only time I watched it, but uh, watching that trailer again, (laughs) we were just talking about I was going on about rewatching stuff or rereading things. That makes me want to watch that movie again. I mean, I kind of know what happens. You know, it's sort of like Rocky with robots as somewhat. You know, because they, you know, they find this robot, they put him together. He, he's he's not really meant to be able to do much. And and the, the thing about Rocky was he could take a lot of hits. You know, if you know the first Rocky movie really well, um, one of the big points of that movie was uh, when he fought Apollo, uh, you know, rest in peace, Carl Re- Weathers, uh, the... Um, it it wasn't so much that he wanted to win; he wanted to just go the distance with with Apollo Creed, because nobody apparently had ever gone the distance. So that's kind of a similar similar tale here with with this robot that, and then Hugh Jackman's character. Hugh Jackman just he, uh, I'm so glad he's going to be in the next Deadpool movie as back as Wolverine. I I just again I'll watch him in anything. Uh, that musical they did a couple of years ago, whatever the name of it was. I'm terrible these sometimes with names. 
I really like that a lot. Anyway, all right, let us move on. Uh, let me run down this list uh, of uh, this 50, and I only got to about number 13 or so. Absent-minded professor. Oh, yeah, that's right. It involves a basketball game, that one with Fred McMurray from 1961. Uh, so uh, good old flubber. Um, let's see. They have this movie called Arena. Kind of seems familiar. A human becomes an unlikely rising star in the biggest fighting tournament in the galaxy that is dominated by alien species. It's funny how a lot of these future movies involve some form of fighting, you know, a new form of it uh, of some type, Mortal Kombat, you know, uh, which I feel like I want to play the, uh, the trailer to the original Mortal Kombat movie because I just love the music in that. Um, I'm not going to read all of these. Oh, supposedly there's going to be a Real Steel 2. I've heard that before. It's even on this list. Uh, there's a Beyblades movie, uh, Neo Tokyo, Hot Wheels Let's Race, um, Death Sport. Oh, there's a classic from 1978. And I think they've I think they've done Death Sport or, or uh, a remake and or sequels to that. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, from 2018. Not to be confused with the recent Mario Brothers movie. Cosmo Ball. I think I've heard of that. An enormous spaceship hovers over Earth. This is a stadium which hosts sports events that resemble soccer, but at mind-boggling speeds. The name of the game is Cosmo Ball. Oh, speaking of Rollerball, I think I'd forgotten about that movie, especially the original. Uh, and I don't know if this if the remake was the same way, but I forgot that there were vehicles actually, like motorcycle things. In, in in I thought it was more like roller derby, and they were chasing the little ball thing and all that. But they actually brought it. You could bring on onto that track little motorcycle things, which is nuts. Um, anyway, Death Race twenty fifty. There, there's like I said, I think. Well, there's death sport movies and there's these death race movies. A whole bunch of those. Mighty Ducks the animated series. Oh my goodness. We're getting in a lot of animated stuff. Um, Future Sport. I, I, I do kind of know that from 1998. Um, looks like Dean Kane, I think, is in that one. Um, let's see. What else? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Some of these I don't understand even why they're on this list. There's a lot of animated things. Uh, a lot of stuff. I feel like there's things that they're, you know, that are being forgotten here. The... Um, there is one that I, that I was thinking about when I was thinking about doing this topic um, from just a few years ago. That Alita movie, uh, that sort of got a lot of crossover with, um, well, there's technology, artificial life, and uh, a sport too. And it's sort of a sort of a rollerball-like situation as well. Um, but, um, but that's definitely a sports sci-fi combo kind of a movie. And there's a few other ones that I was thinking about. Um, but let me play, um, just because like I want to hear the music, I said it already. And, and I'll come up with a couple others to finish off this show with. But um, let me play the trailer to the uh, first Mortal Kombat, the original Mortal Kombat movie from back in the, I want to say it was the early 90s, but um, maybe mid-90s. Maybe more like mid to late 90s. Yeah. But um, here we go with Mortal Kombat. In 
each of us, there burns the fury of a warrior. In every generation, a few are chosen to prove it. One of you three will decide the outcome of the tournament. Three strangers will travel to the mystical realm of Outworld to defend our people against Shang Tsung. You will die. And his forces of darkness. In an ancient tournament, one more victory. Your soul is mine. And our world no! is theirs. It has begun. Yeah, that music, uh, Mortal Kombat, and when they introduce the different uh, characters, actors, whatever, for the roles, you know, Johnny Cage. Yeah, it's just, it's fun. <laughs> it's a fun movie. I found a couple, I was searching while I was playing, I was searching for some other lists of, some of these obviously have some overlap of things I've already talked about. Like this is a top 10 one. They already have Speed Race or Real Steel on here. There was a movie from a few years ago um, called Gamer with Gerard Butler. Um, that one was pretty fun. That you know, there's there's a kind of a new wave of movies uh, and or TV which which puts you in a video game situation. Uh, even Ready Player One kind of it, it comes to mind as well, which I saw just is now also on Netflix. I love that movie. Uh, I, I want to watch it again soon. Uh, I like the music. I, I just like the books. I like the idea. Anyway, this Jared Butler movie called Gamer, uh, that was pretty good. I've seen it. Um, I already mentioned Death Race uh, and The Hunger Games, obviously. You know, um, The Tron movies, I guess, there's sort of sports in there. Uh, that um, especially like I think in Tron Legacy. Um, oh, this was one that I had thought of that I haven't mentioned yet today. But uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, The Running Man. Yeah, you know that's a that's a total sports future game thing uh, in a, in a movie form. Maybe I should play that trailer for you guys as the last one for this show. I think probably I will. Oh, good old Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Yep, that that qualifies. And then Alita, a Battle Angel, um, which I've which I just recently mentioned. Yeah, we'll play. Uh, we'll find the Running Man trailer. I it was between that or Alita, but um, we'll play Running Man for you, and then I'll come back and wrap up today's podcast in the year 2017 an innocent man accused of a crime has a choice hard time or prime time sensational perfect contestant i want him he must pay or play the running man on your mark i'll be back go 
highest rated TV show in history. Guess they want us to stay. It's a game between life and death. Can you lift? Schwarzenegger is the running man. He's playing for a prize. The prize is his life. How about the life? The running man. All right, there we go. There's The Running Man. That one's from 1987, Arnold. That that was one of the Arnold movies back in the 80s when he was all, you know, in a new movie every year. That was one that really, I didn't, I didn't get a big kick out of it, really. I mean, I it, I like some of his other ones. He's got a lot of good one-liners in it, though, right? And Richard, um, Richard Dreyfus. It's not Richard Dreyfus. Why, why did I say that? Richard Dawson. Richard Dreyfus is still making movies. I saw he's got another movie out, I, th- I think. Uh, but um, anyway, Richard Dawson used to do the uh, TV show Family Feud. Uh, anyway, um, who was in Hogan's Heroes? And he passed away. I don't know when. Um, but um, yeah, he's the game host, which fits because he was a game host for so long. Uh, but uh, there's this. There's this, definitely this trend that you know the future is going to be basically like we're going to want more and more like bloodthirsty type games. Uh, with with people and real stakes and 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 crazy things and I I get I guess it's um not too hard to believe truthfully right but anyway the uh and then I do love when you look at YouTube and you look at a YouTube from movies you know set 20 30 40 years ago and they project what what things would be like now right and and everyone loves to comment about you know, oh, it's not like that now. You know, it's like, oh, it's lame now. And it's, you know, they thought it would be like this. And it's like, none of these things are really, these movies are ever really trying to get things accurately. I, if I was to make a movie about the future these days, unless I said it hundreds of years in the future, like Star Trek, you know, the, I, I would just say sometime in the future, something like that, or sometime in a possible future. You know, when you put a date, you stamp a date, everyone's like, oh, it's not like that now. And I'm like, of course it's not like that now. <laughs> it's it's never going to be as they expect it to turn out to be, you know. So it's uh, it's just sometimes, I mean, these movies are to entertain. you got to always keep that in mind. So they're, they're really trying to. Or they're not really trying to predict the future exactly. They really aren't. Except potentially, you know, this whole idea of crazy games. You know, I think about some of the the, the game shows they have, especially over in, like, Asia and Japan and things. And um, the, the ones that always get me are the ones that are – they're not so much sports exactly. I wouldn't call them exactly sports. But they're the ones that when people have to eat really weird, crazy stuff – or they have to like stick their hand or their whole arm or whatever into a box with a bunch of bugs or stuff like that. Ooh, you know, that that stuff gives me the gives me the creeps. I don't like bugs. I don't like certain bugs especially. Snakes are okay. Yeah, I'm not like indie. I, I, I snakes I am I'm, I'm totally fine with snakes. 
I mean, they can kind of surprise me sometimes when I'm outside doing something in the yard and there's a snake, you know, that just pops out all of a sudden. But it's it, they don't bug me like like little little creepy crawlies do. So, all right. But on that note, I think we're, we're going to wrap this up. So I thought this was fun. I, I I'm glad I had this idea. Big sports day here in the United States for people that are football and sports fans. Uh, you know, I know some people are like, oh, the, you know, they make so much of the Super Bowl. One thing I'll mention, I heard on the radio the other day, I thought that was interesting. The Super Bowl is in, um, it's in Las Vegas this year. For those, I mean, most people probably know about Vegas, but Vegas is basically in the desert. It's, it's out in the desert. So they get a lot of sun, ton of sun. And I heard something on the radio about that this Super Bowl was going to be, um, powered, you know, I guess the the broadcast, the lights in the stadium, you know, all the electricity for the stadiums and everything, everything that needs all the electricity is coming from solar. So it's basically using, you know, quote unquote, renewable energy. I don't really like the idea of renewable energy um, because it's not, you know, the sun is finite. I mean, it's going to be around a long time, but solar isn't really it, renewable isn't the best word for that, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's just a word. But basically, they're saying the Super Bowl is all powered by this big, you know, they have a lot of solar power, so, solar fields of solar panels out there to collect the solar energy, convert it to electricity. Although I read something recently also, uh, not to get controversial too much, but th- that solar power is causes some problems too because of j- just what it does to the environment of these fields of solar panels and and so on something about um yeah something about that you can find it google it or whatever who knows what to believe um but um probably better than burning a lump of coal i would think still but who knows all right anyone depending on what you're i'm kind of rooting on the kansas city chiefs I kind of predict they're going to win. I think Taylor Swift will be happy. That's my prediction. They're a little bit of an underdog by a couple of points, but um, I'm recording this. It's about noon on on Sunday. You know, Super Bowl doesn't start for about another six, six, seven hours. So, uh, so that's my prediction, and I kind of hope that's the way it goes myself. And not that I'm big on either team. If the Lions had been there, I would have been really excited, more excited maybe. But um, we'll see. They're a good team. Hopefully next year. Look at me turning into a sports fan. Woo. All right. I'll be back in two weeks, folks. Uh, Everyone take care of yourselves. Stay healthy. Stay safe. And I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Nice ride. It's the real deal. 100%. Electric. It's the real deal. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. Enjoy your coffee. Careful. It's hot. Thanks. Your dog's so cute. Mm, yeah. Ooh, so adorable. Yeah, wow. Yeah, right. We both know it's the man makes the clothes. Oh, you know, you look nice. Okay, we done? Hello, Mr. Walken. Does this table work for you? Yeah. Yeah. Did someone say yeah? Don't you got somewhere to be? Yeah. There's only one Christopher Walken and only one ultimate driving machine. The rest are just imitations. Come on. This has been a Rico Dosti podcast production.